You said you were gonna ask me questions. And that's when you just say hello. This is gonna be shit, Welcome to the Fuckers Grade Lemonade Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Bucklesbury Lemonade Podcast, where we dive into the mysteries and tragedies that plague our nation. Today, we're tackling a disturbing trend, missing children in America. In February 2024, a staggering 264 kids were reported missing across the United States. But what's truly alarming is that 80 of those cases were from Virginia alone. Let that sink in. 80 children gone in just one month. And it doesn't stop there. On the 20th of February, nine more vanished without a trace. On the 16th, it was 11. And on the 1st, Five innocent souls disappeared into thin air. But what's causing this epidemic of disappearances? Is it human trafficking? Statistics certainly point in that direction. In Virginia alone, there were a total of 170 reported cases in 2023. And nationwide human trafficking remains a grim reality with thousands of victims falling prey to this heinous crime every year. As we shine a light on this dark topic, we can't forget the individuals behind the numbers. Christina Lynn Lewis, missing from Newburn, North Carolina since 2000. Donna Michelle Barnhill, missing from Lexington, North Carolina since 1981. Their stories, like so many others, deserve to be heard. Join us as we delve deeper into these cases and uncover the truth behind the missing children of America. Stay tuned for more on the Buckles Berry Lemonade podcast. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Buckles Berry Lemonade. And hello, my beautiful host. Miss Lisa. Well, hello, my handsome husband, Mr. Tim. I trust you had a wonderful birthday. Thank you, I did. Perfect. It looks like we've got something really heavy to talk about today. This is going to be a heavy podcast. I think it is. It really is. So, you know, we started out doing research to um, post cases about missing people, unsolved cases, uh, in an effort to try and help families bring their loved ones back home. What brought about this episode is is, is during the construction of all this and, and getting things ready for the podcast, um, and we'll go over some cases from North Carolina uh, before the podcast is over, but we noticed a, a pretty alarming trend, wouldn't you think, in, in Virginia? 95 in the month, this month alone, February, missing. Have went missing. And when we started the prep work for this podcast, it was only at 80. So 15 more have gone 
missing. And just to give you a brief uh, rundown, and, and Lisa went over this in the, the intro, but you, you think about for the month of February, okay, uh, in the beginning, it, it was 264 kids across the United States. So um, now we're up to around 280. Um, 95 of those have come from Virginia. And we'll put that in some perspective for you. Our state, North Carolina, only 10 missing for the month so far. Uh, let's hope there's no so far. You know, uh, California, one of the largest land masses uh, we have, only 17. Florida, only 14. Georgia, five. And South Carolina, seven. So how do we get to 95 missing children in one state? What, what is going on in Virginia? I don't know. Um, didn't you say there was like, there was one day. How many went missing in one day? On February, what, 20th? On February 20th, nine children went missing on one nine. day. And on one, just one day. I mean, that's a lot. And that's that has to be more than one person. There has, I know there's more than one person doing all of this. But nine, what was well, there? It, it makes you wonder. And then when you, you do a little more digging on the 16th, 11 children went missing. And on the yeah. first, five went missing. Mm. So why is that? And and you can see it in the in the video that we've got with this in Harinko, North Carolina, uh, excuse me, Harinko, Virginia, that they've, they've got 16 missing children just there. Mm. Wow. And when you do do some homework on it across Virginia, because... Virginia is a tourist state. It's also a seafaring state, meaning they have several ports. Um, I, I think that probably makes it right for some human trafficking. I think so, too. I think so, too. And it's sad. It is so sad. And it, it makes you just want to reach out and, and find every single one of these and, and, and whoever's doing this. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It's just as sad. It's it. It's really sad, and I, I hope I won't find every single one of these children. Yeah, every and, single and one of them safe. Every one of them. And listen, I, I know kids run away. I know um, law enforcement in Virginia are probably overwhelmed. So nobody's pointing any fingers or saying they're not doing anything they shouldn't be doing. We're just asking why. Why are all these kids going? missing and and listen when you run through these statistics and we're not trying to glamorize this mm -mm. but we we know that um for every child that runs away uh there's another one that that is home within a day or two i'm sorry i was mad with you we're talking about the children that that may have ran away from home because home wasn't ideal for them. We're talking about the children that that um, may have felt unloved or unwanted and have been preyed upon. Something is going on here. There's too many for it to just be everyone I'm running away. Yeah. yeah Not so. everyone I'm running away. Not yeah. everyone I'm... Mm -mm. No. When you look at the statistics and 
when you look at, I mean, they're from all different backgrounds. I mean, not every one of these children are unloved and unwanted and, I mean, and being mistreated. I mean, it's something, it's something, it's something else. It is something else. And I pray to God that we find somebody finds these children and they're safe. They can get back to their parents and they can heal. And because this is just this month, this month and this year, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you and I have always um, tried to do a lot of unsolved cases and, and folks for the people that know us, they know that we've got a servant's heart. We're wanting to help in some way. Uh, we're not trying to glamorize this. I mean, yeah, if you go to our, our website page, www.bucklesburylemonade.com, you're going to see videos on crime. You're going to see videos on uh, uh, paranormal stuff. You're going to see videos on Bigfoot. Bigfoot, paranormal, things like that. When we do that, that's something that's an interest to us, mainly me. But when we do these videos, mainly you, I love (laughs) crime stuff. But when we do things uh, about missing children or missing people or unsolved crimes, it's because we're trying to help. And uh, that's what this episode is about today. And let's hope because we're going to go through some of these children here in a little bit. But before we done that, do that, Lisa, I wanted to read some excuse me, some statistics to you from the Polaris Project. And guys, that's polarisproject.org. And it and it's talking about, and this is from 2021. Um, so it's got a little bit of age on it, um, but you can still visit their website. Uh, we're not affiliated with them in any manner. Uh, we're not affiliated with missingkids.org or any other the websites that we've put up here uh, on the scroll through in, on any level. But just to go through. According to the Polaris Project, there are five types of trafficking. Uh, escort services, 10% of, of um, children or people kidnapped end up in the escort service. Pornography, 8%. Um, illicit massage, 6%. Residential-based commercial um the word starts with the uh, S. It's got a um, X in there. Five um, percent uh, servitude. Personal servitude is two percent. Now, here here's something I find alarming too, Lisa. If you remember going over these, family member caregivers. Thirty three percent are recruited from a family member or caregiver. Oh my goodness! Yes, I remember that. It's mm. horrible. That is very horrible. An intimate partner is 28%. But check this out. An employer, 22%. <laughs> and, and of course, guys, this is from the Polaris, Polaris Project from 2021. It is relating to um, the different types of human trafficking, how they're recruited, uh, the recruiter types. Here are the recruitment locations. Number one, dating website, 13%. The street, 11%. Internet, 
10%. So e even though- Parents, parents, please, 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 you cannot say this enough. Watch what your children do on the internet. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the thing too is we all worry, especially at the age group that we are, we think about children being grabbed off the street far more than we think about them being um, preyed upon online. Yes. But the reality of it is, is right here in your face that the street is 11%, whereas the internet, as far as dating websites and other uh, social media platforms, right now that's at 23%, or it was in 2021. So please, please, whatever you do, watch everything they do until they are old enough to make their own decision. Let them know the dangers because that they're coming into your house. They're coming into your house and you don't even know it. Uh, -uh you don't even know it. And here are the top five risk factors or the, the, the section of, of the population that are, that are most vulnerable. Recent migration or relocation. Okay. Recent migration or relocation. So just like the one that we did the, uh, the other day uh, on Lisa Eubanks, she just switched schools the day before and went missing and has never been found since. So it, it's just not migrant workers that are being taken. I mean, you start at a new school or you've moved to a new location, your child could be at risk, 54%. Uh, mental or physical health concerns, 10%. Mm. Substance use concerns, 9%. Okay. Unstable housing, 8%. Runaway or homeless youth, 7%. Okay. And guys, we talk about this. You, you, you all know about the universal hand sign that is being used now to say, hey, I'm in danger. Um, you can certainly Google that. It's all over the Internet. If you see that, report it. You don't ever know. You, you might save somebody's life. And it, it might be. It might be somebody playing. But you really and truly might could save somebody's life. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to share those statistics with you. I mean, that's that's pretty that that's heavy. You know? Um, but that guys is very, very heavy. On the screen, uh, it'll pop up several times during the scroll through. There'll be the human trafficking hotline, the Polaris Project website missingkids.org website along with their one eight or their one nine one zeros number um is there any way we could put the missing and exploited children website up there yeah it's up here i've got it already oh it's up there okay mm -hmm. okay no step. because i would like them to even though we're not going to get a chance to read all these i'm going to read the ones from february 1st on and you're going to do the ones from yeah. and I know we'll not get them all but I would like them to be able to go there and and see you know sure. just see all of them and and one thing I wanted to talk about too you, you know Virginia has always been known for for I mean it's a beautiful place it's got Virginia Beach which is the largest largest city in um, Virginia now uh, they always have concerts and 
uh, tourist attractions. Um, you've got the boardwalk there that you can go to in Virginia. Uh, you, you've got all kinds of attractions there. Um, shoot, they they even have like a little cruise boat that you can go on. So there's all kinds of things to do, but with that comes all kinds of what could be trouble, right? And so, yeah. you, you know, it, it. what I'm getting at is across Virginia for this month, uh, we were able to locate at least nine different concerts that took place. But I have no way of correlating any of that because we don't know where these children have been mit- reported missing from. We, we just don't have... Uh, a lot of information statistics or information and it's hard for the i guess everybody the police or whoever to update because it's happening so fast yeah and and like i said nobody's trying to point any fingers at anybody i think they're working uh uh as hard as they can i mean that's 95 cases of children missing right there that's not including the grown-ups that have gone missing that's not including crime other crime um so nobody's pointing any fingers all we're wanting to do is ask why you know why yes, why just... got 95 children missing um if you want go ahead let's go over some of them and we'll, we'll just read through a few of these before we um take on okay um lee webb missing since february 1st 2024 She's missing from Prince George, Virginia. Her age now is 17. Gasper Carnival, and I don't want to butcher the name, Marquinn, missing since February 1st, 2024. He's missing from Fairfax, Virginia. He's 17. I'm going to do the ones from uh, February 1st, and then you can do some. I don't want to butcher her name. Casey Guzman. I'm not even going to say her last name. I'm sorry. I I will butcher it so bad. Missing since February 1st, 2024. And she's missing from Chesterfield, Virginia. She's 15. Darlin Hernandez. Fuentes. He's missing since February 1st, 2024. And he's missing from Mananus, Virginia. And he's 17. And Justin Ariellano. He's missing since February 1st, 2024. And he's missing from Frederick County, Virginia. And he's age 12. Those are the five from February 1st. Isn't that something? That is something. Mm-mm. Now, let me pull this up for you real quick, and I'll go over some of them. You want me to do some more? And... I got you two right here. These okay. are both of these um, are in Harinko, Virginia. Um, Karina Locke. Went missing February 16th, 2024, age 13, missing from Henrico, Virginia. Pedro Slater, age 14, missing from Henrico, Virginia, February 17th, 
2024. Um, let's see, you went over, I'll tell you what, I'll go over the 16th. You want me to do that? Well, you can if you want. I just start, I figured you would start, I would start in the back since these are the ones that happened on the first, you know, they've, and you yeah. could start at ones that happened a couple of days ago or whatever's at the beginning. Oh, you mean like the most recent? Okay. The most that's... recent. Yeah, I can do that. If that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mr. Eubanks. Well, Mrs. Eubanks, that is quite all right with me. Well, well I do appreciate that. Thank you so very much. And we've got Joanna Banks missing February 20th, 2024 from Norfolk, Virginia. She's 16 years old now. Um, same day missing from Manassas, Virginia, age 13, Zamyaya Gleason, missing February 20th, 2024. Uh, the same day in Chesapeake, Virginia, February 20th, 2024, uh, Kiana Hill. Missing from Chesapeake, Virginia. She's 14 years old. Mikhail Wiggins. Again, February 20th, 2024. Portsmouth, Virginia. She's 13 years old. Oh, there's so many of them. It's just crazy. There he is. It's so crazy. Um, it, it is very. And I've got Azira Lind. She's been missing since February 2nd, 2024, and she's been missing from Norfolk, Virginia, and she is 15 years old. Michaela Duval Heiston, she's been missing since February 3rd, 2024, and she's been, she's been missing, she's missing from Norfolk, Virginia also, and she's 17. Well, missing since February 3rd is Morgan Carton, Carton, I think that's right. I don't want to butcher anybody's name. And if I do, I'm so sorry. Missing from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's 17. Well, I've got a few more here for you, too. Okay. Um, you know, you, you look through these pictures, and there, and there seems to always be one that just resonates with you. Something about that child, you know? Mm-hmm. Isaiah Custis, I hope I pronounced his name right. For some reason, just looking at his his picture, um, he just looks like full of life, full of energy, and and now he's missing. Uh, missing February sixteenth, twenty twenty four, Chesapeake, Virginia. He's fourteen years old. Uh, Cassie Palmer, missing February sixteenth, two thousand twenty four, from Franklin, Virginia. She's 14 years old. Jamal Malso, missing February 16th, 2024, Portsmouth, Virginia. He's 15 years old. Akira Outlaw, missing February 16th, 2024, Roanoke County, Virginia. She's 17 years old. Desmond Cook, missing February 16th, 2024. He's missing from Fairfax County, Virginia. Fairfax County, Virginia. He's 15 years old. Wow. They're all so young. They're very young. Uh, Janiah Grifton, missing February 16th, 2024. She's from Hampton, Virginia. She's only 16. Georgia Gates, 
February 17th, missing from Portsmouth, Virginia, 16 years old. Mm. And, you know, you, you think about that. Jamal Molso went missing February 16th from Portsmouth. Georgia Gates went missing February 17th from Portsmouth. Wow. And, um, and I've got, crazy. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you, you go ahead. No, I want you to go first. No, I, I was just going to say that's just that's just a, a lot to to take in. I mean, it, it really is. It is. And you read these names, see these faces, and it's like, you know, somebody's missing you. We'll I'll give you an example just in Portsmouth. Okay. Um, Jamal Molso, like we said, he went missing on the 16th from Portsmouth. Georgia Gates. Um, Went missing February 17th. Okay. She's mm-hmm. actually here twice. She she was listed as missing on February 23rd. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a double report or what that is. Uh, Micaiah Wiggins, February 20th, Port Smith. She's 13. Uh, Nadja Porter, February 23rd, Port Smith, Virginia. So right there, you've got one, two, three, four. That's four kids that went missing within two days in Portsmouth. Wow. And I've got Ariel Norman. She was missing since, she's been missing since February 4th, 2024 from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's 14. And I got Brianna Oritz. I hope that's right. Missing Ortiz. Ortiz, I'm sorry. Missing since February 4th, 2024, from Chesterfield County, Virginia. She's 13. Jayana Lewis is was missing, has been missing since February 4th, 2024, from Northrop, Virginia. She's 14. Then we got Kanaya Privet Wood missing since February 5th from Northrop, Virginia. That's two from Northrop, Virginia. And she's 16. And Diaz, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to butcher anybody's name. Davis, missing since February 5th, 2024, from Suffolk, Virginia, age 17. Well, she's actually been reported twice. Twice. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that. And then Selena Bravo Diaz, missing since February 6, 2024, from Culpeper, Virginia, and she's 16. I want to read something to you really quick. I'm just pulling it up right here. Um, Because, you know, in my scroll through, I talked about Henrico, North Carolina. I brought it up at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last year till today so from 2023 to today 2024 they have had a total of 14 children go missing just in Harinko. wow you know emily story uh she went missing january 23rd 2023 she's 15 years old from Harinko. okay uh-huh. uh, yep. these, these two little girls went missing on the same day August 12th, 2023, Cynthia Mendez Vasquez, Dylan Alvia Morello, 
Uh, both of them 15 years old, both of them missing from Harinko, Virginia, went missing August 12, 2023. Wow. Another little girl went missing August the 12th. Brenda Martinez Romero, missing August 12th, 2023, Harinko, Virginia. It, what is going on? Something something is is going on here. I mean, and, and then this year, 2024, Karina Locke goes missing on the 16th. And Pedro Slater Jr. goes missing on the 17th. I know. It's, 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 it's crazy. It really is. I mean, I just, um, I just had no idea. No idea. I didn't either until you showed it to me and then we really got to looking and it was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's staggering. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. It's, it's what is happening to these these children something something is definitely happening let me look up one more thing right here virginia because if you think about it i mean all these children as it's it's not a it's not it's not that can't many can't be just a coincidence well look at this so when you dig a little deeper, so I, I looked up Virginia Beach, okay? Six for the entire month. And, and Virginia Beach, according to um, different websites, is the largest city in Virginia now, okay? Oh, really? They've only got six missing. Where you've got some places that have as many as 10 and 12 and 14 and... What's going on in those populations? It's like here, Ariel Norman, February 4th, 2024. She went missing from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's 14 years old. Um, Morgan Cortland, missing since February the 3rd, Virginia Beach, uh, now 17 years old. Uh, Devon Williams, missing January 28th, 2024, Virginia Beach, Virginia. He's 15. Uh, Demarius Sanders, missing January 28th, 2024, Virginia Beach, age 16. So they went missing on the same day. So where where are they at? I mean, it's Linwood Rivera Jr., January 26, 2024, Virginia Beach is where he's missing from. He's 15. Um, Lenicia Jones, missing January 24th, Virginia Beach. She's 16 years old. Mm -mm. Uh, and and honestly guys i i would love to say that i have clicked a few buttons and i can tell you a lot of these have been, children have been returned home safe and sound but we don't know that we we don't we can't find any information nothing at all saying they've been returned mm -hmm. or they've been found or they've run away and they know where they're at nobody knows anything yet yeah and that's all it's a wait and see so wait and see. And, and, you know, we talked about the human trafficking. You, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't hear about the human trafficking. We know it we happened. Didn't hear any, well, we didn't know anything about it. Yeah, it happened in big cities, not, not we, in the rural I remember field. I could run around my neighborhood. I didn't worry about that. I mean. No, we didn't. None but, of you, us. but, you know, as we've 
gotten older, um, we hear tell, of course, because of, you know, social media and the internet, we hear about these things more. And I know these things went on. I mean, there's several cases that happened when we were teenagers, um, that like Johnny Gosh, um, which is another episode for us, but you, you know, he, he was in, in a whole ring, uh, supposedly reported by an, a child who, uh, who grew up into an adult who helped uh, kidnap him. And this was in a, a, a human trafficking ring back in the 80s. So you don't know how far-reaching some of these things are. Just because we didn't know about it back then doesn't mean it didn't happen because we know it happened. I mean, there's good possibility that John Wayne Casey and the Candyman, Dan Carell, may have actually knew each other through a human trafficking ring for, for children. Maybe. Okay? So we know that things like this existed, but I guess the, the point of the podcast is we need to bring awareness to this. And we're asking you to hear a voice, but we, we need you to also act on it. Yes. If you see something, say something. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not asking for much, but there's there's definitely an issue look going at on. The pictures, and if you see a child that you recognize from the picture, call the local authorities. Call somebody. www.missingkids.org. Uh, you can go onto this site. Charlie Project is another site. Do some research, guys. I mean, you never know who you've walked by. You never do. You know. Um, and if you think you've got an un- Sometimes um, unruly kids are just trying to get away because <laughs> they're not their kids. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that as. I mean, but it's it. I don't want not every unruly. Don't even. I, that's, I shouldn't have said that like that. No, no, no. I, I know what you meant. I mean, it's like just because the kid's acting up, it, it may have a reason for acting up. Might not yeah. be their child. No. I, yeah, I they might be trying to get away. Um, and learn that international, that it's the hand sign. I've seen it on YouTube a couple of times. I need to know it good too. So, yeah. And just like um, that Morgan Cartland that we talked about just a while ago, missing from Virginia. Um, she, nobody knows what she was wearing the day she went missing, but she requires medical attention. Um, and that's probably due to a medicine that she needs to take. And she's not getting it, she doesn't have it. And this child has been missing since third. You, you know, so I'm just going through some of this while we were here, maybe, maybe hoping for uh, an update of some type, but there's, there's no update. Yeah. So I haven't seen anything. Yeah, but guys, uh, we were just trying to do a quick overview of some of this, mainly to bring attention to it. Um, we've brought you, we've brought it to you, you know. So take a next step, take a look around, go to missingkids.org, go to charlieproject.org, uh, and take a look around. 
Yes, please. So, please, you never know who you walk by. You never do. All right, guys. Well, we um, are getting ready to take a tiny little break, and we'll be right back after these messages, and we will go into uh, the stories from North Carolina, with, starting with Christine uh, Lewis. And welcome back. We hope we weren't gone too long and hope you didn't miss us too much. Did you miss me, honey bunny? I did. Most definitely. You know I did. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and now we are going to talk about Miss Christina Lynn Lewis. Yep. Missing from North Carolina. Newburn, North Carolina, right down the road from where we stay. Yep. She, she has glad. been missing since 6-20 of 2000. Wow. She is classified, her classification is endangered missing. And her but birth, birth date was 7-9-1983. At the age of her disappearance, she was 16 years old. She was 5'3", 110 pounds. And her distinguishing characteristics were Caucasian female. Blonde hair, brown eyes. Her nickname is Tina, and she has her tongue and, na and navel pierced. And the That's details close. of her... I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. The details of her disappearance are she disappeared from Newburn, North Carolina, and the last confirmed contact she had with her family was on June 6th of 2000. But she is believed to have disappeared sometime later than that. Her official date of disappearance is listed as June 20th. That's foul, kind of yeah, that's kind of weird. Go ahead. But foul play is possible in Christina's disappearance. A few details are available in her case. Why do you reckon so much time went by before they reported her missing? You think that's it, just something that, because there's really not a lot of information about this at all. None at all, hardly. And I, I think there's a lot more going on. I think so, but nobody wants to say. I mean, from the, the 6th to 20th, that's, that's a long time. That's a long time to be missing yeah. and not be reported. Mm-mm-mm. Have you, are you going to put her age progression photos up there? Yeah, I sure am. I've got them loading up on the screen now. Okay. Um, but there's nothing, you know, I've done a lot of research on this case. Uh -huh. um, and you cannot find anything. Nothing. 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 And, and, and you know, I don't know anything there's nothing been said about her family. Uh, nothing. It, it's just been kind of tight lipped. I, I know. I'm trying to, I'm just wondering why that is. I don't know. Uh, and I, and the thing that, that you hate to speculate, but, and you don't want to point fingers because they might have had a valid reason for. You know, was she prone to do things like this? I mean, it's just all but, of a sudden she's gone. But why not want to find her and not make sure she's okay? Yeah, I have no idea. 
and the endangered cat. missing what is that i mean she endangered missing yeah that tell that kind of tells me it's like do you know something you're not telling you know does she need medication like the other child we just talked about i mean i mean she would be 20 what tw 20 well no she 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 would be 40. she would be yeah she'd be 40. she'd be 40 years old mm-hmm because her yep. birthday is she's a year older than my daughter she sure is and guys if you know anything about this case please reach out to the craven county sheriff's office in north carolina and that phone number is 252-636-6620 and that is in regards to christina lynn lewis uh missing from newburn north carolina she um Went missing around June 6th, 20, or 2000, was reported on the 20th of June as missing. She was age 17 then. Um, and really, one of the reasons we, we wanted to put uh, her story, Christina's story, on our podcast today is because nobody knows anything. We, we don't know anything about her. Nobody. Nothing. So. And it's like she's just floating out there and it would be nice to you know if it were me i would want somebody to find me mm -hmm. at least give her parents some some closure uh, yeah i'm sure they are worried to death i would think so so um while i'm uh i'm gonna give over the craven county sheriff's department phone number one more time if you want to pull up the next case the donna barnhill case i've already got it donna michelle barnhill All go right. ahead and give that then well guys once again for christina lynn lewis missing from newburn north carolina uh, her date she was reported missing was june 20th 2000 she was 17 at the time um she's obviously um pushing 40 now um blonde hair Brown eyes, five foot three, 110 pounds at the time. Um, she's uh, her nickname's Tina. That's T E E N A. At that point in time, uh, pierced tongue and navel. Um, but the Craven County Sheriff's Department in North Carolina, their phone number is 252-636-6620. Or you can contact the Center for Missing Persons at 910-343-1131. The 24-hour tip line at the Center for um, Missing Persons. The 24-hour tip line is 910-232-1687. And everything that you report will be confidential. Um, but if you know anything, please share this. And hopefully we can bring some closure to this family. Um, so the next one we're going to go into is Donna Michelle Barnhill. And she has been missing since three. 18 of 1981 from lexington north carolina she is her classification is also endangered missing wow. she's native american and her date of birth is 4 19 1967 she's 56. yeah uh age i guess she was 13 years old when she went missing yeah she would be 56 years old now she'd be uh, right. five seven hundred and twenty five pounds clothing and jewelry description a dark blue jacket 
in an orange sweatshirt and jeans, distinguishing characteristics, biracial, Caucasian, Native American, female, brown hair, brown eyes, and she has a mole or birthmark on her right arm. And uh, the details of her disappearance. Donna left her red family's residence in Lexington, North Carolina on March the 18th, 1981 at around 8.30 p.m. She was planning to walk to a friend's home nearby. She was last seen walking on Hempstead Street. She contacted her friend shortly thereafter, but she never arrived at the house and has not been heard from again. Her older sister, Anita Barnhill, died in February 1966 at the age of two. Her family said that she had fallen out of a high chair and hit her head, and her death was ruled an accident. However, in 1999, while investigating Donna's case, her sister Anita, who died in 1966 from the what they said was a fall from a high chair, that was changed from accident to homicide, death by child abuse in 1999. Mm-hmm. Donna's disappearance became suspicious about this about Anita's death and urged police to reopen the investigation. No one has been charged in connection with the child's murder. However, the status to Anita's death does not change Donna's missing persons case. Yeah. They did not search her former residence with ground penetrating. They did search her. I'm sorry. They did search her former residence ground penetrating radar in 2009, but nothing was found there. Both of Donna's parents are dead, but three of her siblings still live in the local area. Foul play is possible in her case, and it remains unsolved. The Lexington Police Department number is... 336-249-8947 if you have any information. And, you know, we, we want to point out, too, that when that was changed, her, her sister Anita, when it was changed from um, an accidental death to homicide by child abuse, it, it does read her caregivers. Okay? So... There's some conflicting reports there. Uh, there was a couple that almost made it look like she was being babysat. And then there were a couple of them saying no caregiver, meaning the parents were the only ones in the home. Oh, okay. So it's kind of confusing. A little bit. Um, but either way, um, something something happened here. And somebody knows so. something. Uh, we're putting the age progression in there, too? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you, you hate, again, you hate to, to over-speculate, but you've got one child that has died in the home, um, another one that has went missing. It, it's time for somebody to take a long, deep, hard look at this family and say, what the hell is going on here? You ain't kidding. Because if you got one that they know somebody killed, what's one more? Yeah. And and she made it. 
I say it like she's not here. I hope she is still here. I hope she just ran I away. Hope, to escape. I hope she ran away and she's living somewhere happy. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, that's just horrible. And that and is see, very horrible. But you, you you know the the ruling was changed, okay, for her sister, okay. But nobody got charged. Said lack of evidence. So, with the ruling changed, somebody's got to be held responsible for it, don't they? Well, they I guess the coroner just ruled it. Um, they changed their findings and ruled it. Um, death by by abuse. Um, but my thing of it is you, you've just had a child that died in 1966 in 1981, you had another child go missing. And in 1999, somebody's pointing the finger at you saying, Hey, we think you abused uh, this child to the point of their demise. Is that lack of evidence or did law enforcement and I'm pointing the finger now. Law enforcement just say the hell with it because I, I'll be honest with you. You go back up and read through this. What's one thing that you caught that stared out at you? Hold on, let me see. This child's half Native American. Yeah. And typically, they do not get uh, the justice that they deserve uh, because yeah. they're Native American, and that's why um, some of the stories we've done or on. Um, the Native American, like Ronald Locklear, yeah, uh, Graham. I mean, of course, they've got to have a voice. I don't know that that's the situation here in this case. I don't know that, but it, it does. Everybody, make it everybody, everybody deserves a voice. Yeah, and there's um, but but you, I, I mean. It, what happened here? Something happened. And uh, I nothing. nothing there, and then after that, there's no more on her. There's there's nothing. Um, nothing. Mm -mm. So, nothing at so all. It's a crazy situation. But again, if anybody knows anything, um, Please uh, post post uh, or, or report that. Call call the local authorities and tell somebody. Um, yes, please. I mean, that's just. I mean, to be sure. I wonder how the other family members. Um, I wonder how they feel. Mm -hmm. They're not speaking out. I would want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, would want I would, to know too but she's been she's been gone a long long time she has i think it's time for her to come home yeah at least at least say i'm i want her to say i'm happy i don't want to go home yeah that would be the ideal ending yeah mm -hmm. crazy yeah well, guys, once again, you want to give that phone number one more time? Oh, um, yes. Hang on one quick second, please. 
Can you hold on one quick second? I will surely give it to you once more. I got it. I got it. Nope. I got it here, right? It is 336-249-8974. If you know anything, even if it's the slightest little thing, please call them. Please. And then we will go into the Jennifer Nicole Patterson story. Um, I find this very, this one's very sad. It is sad. You want to read it? That'll be fine. I surely will. She has been missing since 6-23-1991 from Spring Lake, North Carolina. Her classification is also endangered missing. Uh, her date of birth is 1-13-1984, which makes her 40 years old. She is 7 years old. She was 7 years old when she went missing. Her height and weight, she was 4, 5, 59 pounds. Her clothing and jewelry description, she had on a one-piece bathing suit with orange, yellow, pink, and turquoise squares and squiggly shapes. She was a Caucasian female, sandy brown hair, brown eyes. She has scars on her right temple and between her eyes. She has a freckle on the tip of her nose. Her nickname is Jenny. And she was reportedly last seen leaving her family's residence at Holly Hills Mobile Home Park in the 1400 block of North Fort Bragg Boulevard in Spring Lake, North Carolina on June 23, 1991. Jennifer had planned to walk to a neighbor's home at approximately 1.15 p.m. She never arrived at her destination and has never been heard from again. She was reported missing at 6 p.m. Extensive, extensive searches of the area did not produce any evidence as to her whereabouts. At the time of her disappearance, Jennifer's parents were divorced but were still living together. Her father, Alan Patterson, failed a polygraph exam following his daughter's 1991 disappearance. He was viewed as a possible suspect by law enforcement at the time, and police said there was no evidence that Jennifer ever left her home that day. Alan was involved in a custody dispute over Jennifer at the time of her disappearance, and he was scheduled to take a paternity test. And when he was interviewed by the police, he had initially said Jennifer had disappeared as a result of the custody dispute and was alive and being cared for. <laughs> he later maintained that he was speaking hypothetically and did not intend for his statements to be taken as fact. He's strange. Yeah, why would you do that? He is very strange. Very strange. Well, here's... so. The mom moved out of state. She moved out of North Carolina and has relocated to another state. The father supposedly is still here in North Carolina. Um, although there are some reports that he did move out of state, but there are some to say he is back in North Carolina. So I, I'm not sure. Um, there's a few things that are glaring there. Okay. One thing is, um, I think it's the father did something. I mean, you're living in the house with, with your ex. 
that's pressure right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you're looking at a child every day that you're not thinking is yours. Okay. And you got a custody case coming up and a DNA test. So is this what he did? did and he did, failed the polygraph uh, test. He failed the polygraph test. I know that's not enough. I mean, they're faulty. They're 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 not even admissible, but it don't that, look good. He failed one. He's offered to take another one, but you know, damn. <laughs> Why would you say she's okay? but you don't want the mom raising her because that was one of the comments um, he asked for. He asked law enforcement for immunity. Uh, he said where, if if he was to say where she was at, would he get immunity? Why, why do you say, why do you make statements like that? Especially if you haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, the mom supposedly moved to Kentucky. Yes. Why did she move? I don't know. The trailer park that they were living in is was was an old trailer park, run down, and it's been since tore down. Um, but who was home with the child that day? I don't know. I don't know. Um, they they think he's somewhere in Sampson County now, but um. In doing the research for this on, on the Web Sleuth site, which is a fantastic site, um, the law enforcement detective that was handling the case retired and became a private detective. And he believes, he sincerely believes, according to interviews that he's given, that Jennifer is uh, deceased and is buried somewhere, and he um, suspects the father. I will just from this, I suspect the father too. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, weird. The, mother, the mother's not acting. I mean, if it were me, I'd be all over. I'd be. I, the man would know I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. The man would be forced to speak. I, I mean, is there any DNA? Is there anything that we can match up? I mean, because I'll be honest with you, okay? Because if it were my child, yeah. the man would not be walking. Uh, exactly. And and based on comments that he's made out in, uh, you, you know, can I get immunity? Um, she's alive and well. He ain't. And I and listen, I, I've never been in this situation. Maybe. I have not either. Maybe he just wasn't thinking clearly. I'm not sure, but he, he definitely was not thinking very clearly. So is that a, a result of being in grief and shock over your child missing? Or is I don't that know, but my thing is I'm, I'm looking for where is the mother? Why hasn't she Why hasn't been she all done? over this? Yeah. Cause Most mothers would be yeah. wanting their baby. I mean, what is her deal? Yeah, let's let's, and you just don't know. You you don't know. I mean, she might be completely distraught about it. I I mean, I don't know. Um, I know. 
But guys, if any of y'all have any information uh, regarding Jennifer Patterson, who we're talking about now, who went missing from Spring Lake, North Carolina, on June 23rd, 1991, she was seven years old at the time of uh, her miss going missing. The Spring Lake Police Department, their phone number is 910-436-0350. And again, the Center for Missing Persons, the 24-hour hotline, the 24-hour tip line, and it is confidential. It is 910-232-1687. So please, guys, if you know anything, please report please, it. Paul. Please, 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 on any of these cases, anything, anything we have talked about today or anything we have not talked about, if you know something, say something. Yeah. Bring somebody home. Yeah. They they need to, something needs to, to happen. I mean. It's sad. He it did so make sad. a comment. Um he did make a comment looks like this might have been made 15 20 yeah it's been made right a while ago he did say i wouldn't wish this on anybody it's something that never ends it's a mystery that i wish could be solved who said that her her dad has said that well he can solve it wonders makes you wonder mm -hmm. he can solve it and, you know, um, both parents seems like here lately, uh, this is from another article on Web Sleuth, but seems like both parents, whenever they're, uh, someone reaches out to them to comment, they both deny comments. Um, I know. That's, see, I would want, I'd be everywhere trying to find my child. That's, yeah. that's, that makes you wonder. That's. Uh, well, I know you would. I sure would. Yeah, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. Well, you you know you hate to stop and think that this man do this to his child. I mean, we don't I have it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's, it's like I said earlier. You you you're having trouble with your wife. She's pretty much your ex-wife. Your relationship's over with her. You're living in the house. It's got to be like a pressure cooker. Like we well, were why didn't about. he move out then? Maybe he could. I don't know. I mean, you've met people like that before. Yeah, I, I know that. And and if he couldn't, then if he thought the child wasn't his, he should have just, I mean, he didn't have to kill the child. No, he didn't. But I, I mean, I mean th there's always a better way. But for some reason, these people get. You know, on their mind, there's only one way to do it. I mean, he's suspecting this child may not even be his. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, it sure looks like it. I mean, he didn't do himself any favors. He sure didn't. And one day it's going to catch up to him, if not in this life, to next. Yeah. And um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know just it's just crazy it's one of those things to where uh and it's very cool this is very disturbing because uh, you know we we've talked about all these missing children and you gotta be safe in your own home you do and you dig that's what i say parents please please watch what your children do because you never know who you're letting into your house 
Yeah, you really Lee. don't. And uh, I don't know um, that this child was safe in her home. I don't know that she was. I, I'm pretty proof positive that Donna Barnhill was not safe in her own home. I'm sure she weren't either. And I've got questions as to why Christina Lynn Lewis was reported uh, so many days later and why she's listed as an endangered child. Well, all three of these are enlisted as endangered. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, guys, I think this has brought us uh, about to the end. Is there anything else you want to say before we. Just be vigilant and just. Be watch your children. Watch your children. Watch what they do on the internet. It's dangerous outside, but it can be dangerous on the inside too. They can be safe in their home and still let somebody in. Just watch what they do. Yeah, exactly. And guys, listen. In this day and time, I know a lot of emphasis is put on. Um, well, I know I'm their parent, but I want to be their friend. You, you can't be the friend on everything. Okay. You just can't be. So it, it's okay to demand their cell phone. It's okay to look at their just laptop. Look at it. My daughter does it with my granddaughter. And she'll say, she'll go up there randomly. Give me, let me see what you're doing. Let me see what you're doing. And, and she has to give it to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a violation. Cause see a child thinks they know we, we were there. You were a child once too. Whoever this is listening to this right now. You, you you were a teenager one day, someday, a long time ago, like for us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was a long, long time ago for us. I mean, <laughs> we thought we knew everything. A child today is no different. They think they know everything. But your job as a parent is to not always make them um, happy. They're not going to always like you. Protect your children. If you protect them and they don't like you, at least they're here to not like you. That's right. That's right. Well, guys, until next time, uh, give us a like, a share, subscribe. And come back to BucklesBerryLemonade.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Take care, everybody. <laughs>